0: Welcome to Awaken Education, Educational, my vibrational, spiritual, mystical pod I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of
1: us. In the words of the wise wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. Housekeeping. Alright, you guys. We're starting with housekeeping this morning. Kelsey's laughing at me because of the way I said it. I
0: guess you know, I, I didn't wasn't plan that. <laughs> There was like no hello or anything, it just was immediately <laughs> housekeeping. Um,
1: all right, you Keep guys. That house. So, <laughs> so, we just posted on YouTube, we posted this video that was all about how to gain confidence in your physical appearance, in your body, in your human suit. We just dropped an episode on our podcast about the keys to confidence so we wanted to follow up with that on youtube and then if you want to take that even further with your education on patreon you can see the extended version of how i go into spiritual sexual magic and how to make yourself more confident using your sexuality and spirituality so part one is on youtube part two is on patreon nothing makes you
0: confident like coming hey i know that's right
1: (laughs) so with that being said kelsey why don't you tell everyone what today's episode is about? you little
0: freak (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so today we are gonna talk a little bit and start introducing the idea of generational trauma it's kind of a huge topic that goes into like a million different everythings. Um, but we really wanted to start off by reminding you guys that we are not professionals or experts. We're just stoners sharing what we've learned through our journeys. And it hopes that it will inspire you to explore, you know. Um, but, you know, yeah, just take everything that we say with a grain of salt and yeah. And also we... Along with not
1: being an expert, we understand that along with this topic, a giant chunk of it does go with um, slavery and uh, being a black person in America. And we totally get that. And we will not be speaking on that portion of generational trauma. We will be speaking on the familial portion.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. So it's basically exactly as it sounds. Generational trauma is the trauma and pain that's been caused throughout history and throughout generations. that still needs to be healed. Um, you know, there's kind of we like Danny just said, we kind of have two different like groups of it there's like the collective trauma, and then we have our familial trauma, and that's like what has been passed down, like in our personal families, collective being what's kind of happened throughout history, and that like, we all as a whole have to heal.
1: All right, so yeah, you just better worded what I was trying to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> So, stick to what Kelsey just said. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there are, you know, there's like two types, right? Uh, Or like there's, or there's two different ways to say it. So when I was doing my research on it, some people call it ancestral trauma or ancestral wounds, and then other people call it intergenerational trauma. Um, But basically, the way that that energy works and the way that that type of trauma works is that, picture this, right? You're born from your parents, that means their demons, their strengths, all of it, all the weird quirks, all the fun things, all of their accomplishments and all their failures, all of those personality traits that are very strong within them that they feel very strong about or that they're subconscious about. Those are all passed down to you, but you have to also think they got that from their parents, so their parents before them and their parents before them not only impact you know, your grandparents and then your parents, they impact you and then that's also gonna impact your future children. So a lot of your generational trauma is not yours, right? It's from generations before you. And the reason that you have to deal with it is honestly just because we're talking about energy here, you guys, and energy is super, super strong. And when something traumatic happens or when something that really affects you happens to you, that is such a strong energy that like, you know what I mean? Like, of course trauma is gonna be pass- passed what down. That's our
0: science guy said. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Like they weren't right, lying. Like, Someone's right. so got to like, deal with it. Once that ancestral wound begins, like it has to, right? It has to be healed. It'll continue to exist absolutely until you do the
1: work. Yeah. <laughs> so it just it has a really strong impact. So that's basically how the energy system works uh, to kind of give you an idea of it.
0: To give you like how that trauma like exists and affect like continues to affect our lives. I think it is worth noting that like we are as a whole like the world i think we've been con- our vibration has been continuously rising and each generation's been doing like a little bit better i mean like if you think back to like the dark ages like people used to slaughter each other like but that's still like something that we have to heal or like maybe that's been he- whatever but like you know like there was times where people lived much like more negative savages lives. right savagely. and we're, we're more civilized and we are a little <laughs> bit more i mean there's believe me right there's still a lot to do but I do like believe that in general we have raised the vibration of the world and like raised the vibrations of each other and so we're like the best that we could be or best that we will be right now
1: Uh I agree. I agree, (laughs) And I think it's awesome that as a collective, we're really lucky that we're living through the time of the great awakening. Yeah. So fortunately for us, like healing is way more accessible and people are learning it, like learning about it and opening up to it. And everyone listening to this, congratulations. You are also part of having to help wake everybody up. Even just by telling people to listen to our podcast, that does help the collective consciousness wake up.
0: I think, and like, right, it's one of those things that it's literally every choice, like, as long as you're making your choices in good and in In kindness, then like, yeah, no, in good Uh, and in kindness, then you're healing, like, the generational collective, like, you know, like, you're healing the world, you know, it's, it's, like, down to, like, our base little things, but then what you have control over is more your familial, you know, trauma, generational trauma, that's where you can have a bigger impact, and then I can only speak to my family's experiences, and how I've like, you know, been unloading and stuff. And I've done a lot of, uh, I've done a lot, and I need to have a lot more to go as far as like unpacking, you know, things that have happened in my family. But I think one of like the biggest lessons that I learned is that I have a huge, um, like it all starts with finding like patterns you know like and all that stuff look back at your family lineage and see things that happen and one that I recognize very quickly very easily is that my family has a very long history of cutting people off Mm -hmm. and like no longer like they're done like you do one thing whatever and then like you're done like my grandma had a twin sister that she didn't talk to for like the last 30 years of her life and I have no idea why like wow do you think
1: your grandma even knew why at the end? Probably not. Yeah,
0: like it just was something. Yeah, and like you know, like right, and it goes like, again, generationally. Like you know, like my family just has a huge, for whatever reason, that's a big like, uh, wound that we have and something that reoccurs. And so like that's something that I take personally and try to like put into everyday and remember like all with all of my familial relationships like I say familial, weird, familial relationships, um, like that they're important and that they matter no matter what they look like. And even if they're not like perfect, like I try to continue them with like healthy boundaries and stuff as best as I can.
1: Yeah, and that's all you that's like the perfect way to do. go about yeah. it, of course. And being able to recognize right. what those patterns are, that's huge anyway. And and one way you can ask yourself that is in what ways are you similar to your ancestors before you, even your parents, like or yeah. your grandparents. Try to look for patterns and stuff. But that's exactly it, Kelsey, like I mean, you're doing the work. That's awesome. Thank you.
0: Hey, what can I say? Why don't we take an ad while we bask in my glory and Absolutely. awesomeness? Absolutely.
1: Okay, so why does all of this matter? Why does knowing about your generational trauma matter? Like we're not just sitting up here like we about to ruin your day bitches. This shit goes back your, your fucked up life goes back Your family sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not about that. It's actually um once you learn about it It's really encouraging. Um, I heard this Apple example that I did not make yes. up, but I'm very excited to share I haven't shut up about it. Um so, when I was doing my research on generational trauma, it was explained in this way like when you buy a bag of apples, okay? So, you are the bag of apples, but the bag of apples gets dropped, right? And naturally, like it's gonna bruise, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> you pick it up. Um, sometimes you gotta look for that apple though that has like the bruise on it and see how bad it is because sometimes it'll start to rot. Um, and get like real fucked up and if you leave it in the bag next to all those other apples Sometimes the rotting can spread to all those other apples and just spread more rot and rot and rot When you could have just taken care of the one apple fixed it, and then it would have been a healthy bag You know what I'm saying? Oh, totally. I loved that like Example, but I feel like I watered it down and made it so like basic that it might not be coming across I um, the visuals. <laughs> but yeah like It it can block your chakras, you guys, like, not doing, (coughs) hold on, my stoner cough finally kicked in when it was my turn to talk. (sighs) Oh, God, let me take a water break. Okay, not doing your generational trauma shadow work will block your chakras it will block your blessings and your manifestations from coming in why because it creates limiting beliefs it creates patterns and it creates ways of thinking that you don't even realize are limitations and those are the hardest ones to break because they're like so subliminal and like in your subconscious like you don't even realize that they're there so that's why I say really try to like look at patterns between if you have the access to your parents or your grandparents um, look for patterns look for similarities in lifestyle in the way that you handle anger in the way that you approach finances and the way that you approach your love life yeah Um, because also you guys the reason you want to start healing this is so that you heal future generations right you heal your future children they won't have to deal with this kind of thing and not only that And, you know, their children after that. But you'll be healing the collective because healing your energy will inspire the energy of those around you. It'll heal the energy of those around you. And if you start healing your own generational trauma, your family might also start healing their trauma. I have watched this happen. I'm not trying to say I healed my family. um, But the Leo in me is starting to get a little... I'm (laughs) sucking my own titty right now. But, like, I'm just saying I I was separated from my family for, like, a decent amount of... I mean, I'm only i'm not even 25 yet but a decent amount of my life um and i was doing a lot of healing and a lot of work and once i finally came to a place where i acknowledged oh my god i feel different i feel healed all of a sudden i was like well and and my family's kind of starting to get on board too wait a minute they're starting to also want to do that and kind of like following your lead and not even consciously because they're like, oh, Danielle healed, so we want to as well, but having energy, healing energy around you and seeing success around you and seeing, oh, it is possible to not feel a certain way or act a certain way or do a certain thing that heals the collective. And that's how we heal the collective consciousness. So doing generational trauma work on yourself heals way more than just yourself and more than just your direct family. You're really healing the world, okay? So can I give a little example?
0: Yeah,
1: about how you with your family. Oh well I kinda just did, huh
0: but no, another I, one. No, yes, but another no, I was, one. I was hoping you were gonna go more into yes, it. Yes, yes, okay, okay, so, so like because it's yeah, awesome what you do. Like, yeah, so, so
1: my cool. dad is like cool as fuck, you guys. Like big props to the pops. Um, we were not always super cool. TBH and most of my okay, so majority of my life, but like I said, I'm not twenty-five yet, but I will be soon. Um, before I was born, my dad hasn't been sober. And he recently became sober and I didn't even realize that his lack of sobriety was the main issue keeping us like apart I knew it was an issue but I didn't really realize how big of an issue it was so yeah I separated myself from my family at like a pretty young age and then I just started having like a lot of obviously that's really hard to mend right so while I've been in contact with my family since childhood like we've mended and I've seen them and been on good terms off and on since then It was a hard road and it was a road that I put myself through. It was very hard to come back from. Mm. However, it only had a comeback because I fully started healing and like, being able to acknowledge my healing. I started to actually feel better and then that change in me was visible. I was starting to be told by all of my peers, all my coworkers, past teachers, like people who like I didn't even realize knew who I was saying like, oh my gosh, like you just seem so much happier, you're glowing. You seem like you've just created this brand new life for yourself. You seem like a whole new person, a way healthier person. And then once that happened, it was crazy because all of a sudden like my my mom and my grandma started saying like, you should really like, come home to Cincinnati and, like, see your dad, and I was like, you know what, guys, I don't really know about that, like, I don't enjoy going to Cincinnati in general from trauma that I experienced in Cincinnati, um, not even just related to my family, though, like, just in Cincinnati in itself, right, so I didn't really like going to Cincinnati, and I was like, well, that sounds pretty shitty, uh, it sounds like something I don't want to do, and then have to bring up, Shit with my dad we we don't talk that much and we don't talk that much because it always ends in a fight and like not just like a oh we don't really agree we kind of bicker like a screaming match crying tears like really bad um and so that just didn't seem like a good idea and i held off on this for a pretty long time and i don't really know exactly when it all kind of fell into place i honestly think it was when me and isaiah got engaged because That was the first time i noticed a difference in my dad he he and i hadn't made up yet but um he told isaiah that he loved him when isaiah asked if he could have like permission to marry me to ask me to marry him and my dad like said yes and gave him his permission of course gave him his blessing and then my dad said i love you to isaiah and isaiah told me that and i was like well that's honestly weird for my dad to offer up that type of thing because he and I don't exchange it that much, so I'm a little shook, but glad he loves you, right. but shocked. <laughs> um, and so then, yeah, I kind of started to feel like a little bit better about it, but still like, oh, me and my dad, I had just kind of thought in my mind, my dad and I will never be close um i kind of thought i knew who he was and i had come to terms with that and i had come to terms with the way i had chosen to deal with it as a child and like because there was some guilt with that as well and so i had really like done a lot of healing work to come to terms with the way everything played out so i was resisting a lot having to have a conversation with him and rehash things because everybody kept saying he just wants to apologize and i was like i've heard it all before i don't really want to just like be emotional for no reason right all of this to say had i not done that healing work I don't think I would have even been open enough to receive anything my dad had to say. Um, I did end up going home because after I got engaged, um, I don't remember what it was for even, but I had to go home for something. And also because I was like newly engaged and wanted to show off my ring and whatever, flex a little bit to the fam. So I get home and I'm staying pretty much with the glots, uh, again, as part of like the awkward dynamic with my family. But this I don't know this trip felt a little bit different I was having a lot of anxiety attacks that I hadn't really had in the past visiting home um I felt like ever since I had moved in with Isaiah going home wasn't that hard for me anymore because I knew I was going to come back to being with Isaiah and I would be fine so this was a weird one because I was having some anxiety attacks I was in the car with my grandma and having an anxiety attack and she offered to go buy me weed and I was like grandma I'm not having you go to a dealer and get weed that's very sweet but let me just pull myself together Um, so then I go to my parents' house, and I end up having this talk with my dad, and he, guys, I am not gonna give away too much of his personal information, but this man was really adamant on, um, you know, like, the stereotypical, like, wounded masculine, be a man, you can't ask for help, like, da-da-da, and he, my dad was like that, um, and he was very open about his new doctors and how helpful they've been and how helpful certain procedures and medications have been and how, well, he he just honestly was like, he apologized to me. Like, that was the craziest part, was he used words um, in his apology and took ownership of what he had done that I never imagined he would ever do. And I i was honestly like speechless because I thought I was gonna have so much to say and like in the past, when we have gone through like our fake apology and makeups, um, it was always so like, He'd be like, oh, I'm sorry I did this, I'm sorry I did that. And I'd be like, yeah, okay, I get it, okay. And... Yeah. But this was just different. It was like, you couldn't respond that way because it was such a genuine apology. You could tell that he was realizing, like, it was, I don't know, it was crazy. And I I just felt all my anger and all of my hurt kind of, like, dissipate a little bit. Um, and it was like, I, I didn't even cry during it because I was so, like... And mind you, I got really high before this talk to because I was scared. I was very, very scared to have this conversation with my dad, so I got fried as a bitch, um, thinking it would keep me from crying tears of fear or sadness. However, I couldn't even cry tears of happiness because I was so, like, I feel like I was being introduced to a new man. This man was light. This man was really funny and really compassionate and really sorry for, like, Stuff that I didn't even know he remembered that he did or said to me, and he admitted there were some things he didn't remember because he was drunk a lot of the time. But even that acknowledgement was crazy to like, yeah. yeah, it was, it was just wild. That's
0: such a wild. I mean, right? Like again, from like a clinical perspective, that's an insane switch around. Like your father, that's and he so hasn't much relapsed, great. and he hasn't
1: right. like uh, he's he's awesome. Like he, I honestly like. found myself immediately trying to be his bestie like I was like oh my god like I'm about to have a dad bitches like yes (laughs) um so yeah and I'm not saying I healed my dad but I do think, like energy, the way that that it works, it did have something to do with it. It had to because it wasn't. It wasn't until
0: inspired him, and that still is a way of healing him. I mean,
1: like yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think um, seeing the place that I'm at, like my dad finally being able to be proud of me, and like. mm not really jaded about like what his expectations of what he thought I should be are and what who I am now and stuff. I think he actually is at a place where he's really proud of me and he was able to be like oh okay like I'm proud of her I like what she's doing and this is how she's going about it. It's not that different from what he's doing now. What he was recommended to do, the steps he had to take to now be like in a better place. And you guys he's so dope now like holy shit like what an inspiration what a like crazy. Yeah
0: seriously. Like
1: I mean 20 almost 25 years of drinking just done just done and that's not to say that that was like his first try but like when it when it clicks for you it'll click for you whenever it like has to happen but that's just a good example of like if you can heal yourself you can help heal the collective and you can help heal your own familial and ancestral trauma you know what i mean
0: completely yeah i love that i think it's beautiful shout out pops um yeah, he's never going to listen to this, so... I never thought
1: I'd hear you say that when I, know, I first right? met
0: you. I never thought we'd be ever having a conversation about how great your dad was. I know, <laughs> that dude's
1: awesome. He's a cool guy. <laughs> um, So yeah, this was a, a bit of an introduction to generational trauma and ancestral trauma and wounds. Uh, let us know if you guys are interested in this and if you want to learn more, because it's such a broad topic, we could yeah. totally do easily like three or four more episodes on this. Um if that interests you let us know as always make sure you're following us on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Patreon is always available. Just Awaken and bake podcast and stay hi. Bye.